welcome to episode 184 of NCP. My name is David. I'm the host of the episode. And with me are the nominees for Best Podcaster of the Year. Nominee number one, Richard. I never expected this honour to come my way. And I'd like to thank God for making it all possible. Except I'm an atheist. <laughs> uh, our second nominee is Luke. Um, I will not be present at the awards. I am instead instead sending my alien surrogate to protest. <laughs> Your alien surrogate? Like, to protest <laughs> the, um, uh, the white Something. man's attempt to destroy the alien species of Zagrathi. Okay. And our last but definitely not least nominee, Crystal. I'd like to thank my one and only caring and sharing husband. And he's so caring and sharing. He shares everything, including the plague that he caught last week. That's a bit harsh calling it the plague. Apologies, (laughs) listeners, if I'm not quite with it today. (laughs) Forget forget plague. You are patient zero. Patient zero. (laughs) On the... End of the world. I do think disease. I actually affected someone at work too. <laughs> we don't need to yeah. know about that sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's, no, that's a good point. Sure Medical I'm... history is my own. <laughs> uh, so for this episode, we are going to be going through the Academy Award nominations, the Oscars 2016 nominations, uh, and listing our picks and predictions, uh, the ones that we think will win and the ones that we hope do win, the ones that we feel are more worthy. Uh, we're not going to go through. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. Okay, there was. We're not going to go through every nomination. Sorry, folks, that was the codrill kicking in. Uh, so we're, um, we're actually going to go through uh, just a, a handful of the end ones there because we don't have as much time as the Academy Awards does. I think goes for like six hours, um, and they will. Uh, as of this recording, they'll be shown uh, tomorrow. So we'll then find out whether we were right. Well, let's face it, we probably will be. Didn't we fuck that up last year and do it? After? Yeah, last, last, yes, last year it was. Pretty, it was, uh, it was it, let, thanks for bringing up, dredging up horrible memories. I did put a gap in here so you could uh, you could uh, cut that bit out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, last year I stuffed up the rostering, but this year I got it right. Tomorrow is when they get shown. Everybody ready? Yep. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Ever ready? Ready. Ever. Oscars 2016. Let's start off with Best Cinematography. The nominees are Ed Lackman for Carol, Robert Richardson for The Hateful Eight, John Seale for Mad Max Fury Road, Roger Deakins for Sicario, and Emmanuel Lebezki for The Revenant. There's something that says The Revenant's going to win well in um, you know the directing and cinematography categories. It's got that vibe, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um... Personally, I'd like to see John Seale win it because Fury Road is just just a brilliant, brilliantly shot film. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have problems with with elements of its story and everything, but it just looks fantastic. And the 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 effort it would have taken to be able to actually shoot those insane chase scenes. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to see John Seale win this one, cool. but I actually think Emmanuel Lebesgue's probably probably the pick. Those are, pro- those are probably the two frontrunners. Um, I have seen Sicario, and yeah, it's an okay-looking film, but it's not what you would call a masterpiece of cinematography. I, I think it is. This one will be between um, The Revenant and um, Mad Max. Yep. Um, either way, I, but I think I prefer Mad Max to win. Cool. Um, the Revenant is actually a very well, is a very well-shot film. 
It's beautiful. Um, but I think, yeah, the just some of the elements that we've taken from a from a cinematographer's perspective, having to actually align all those shots and get all the elements to work in camera, um, it would have taken a fair effort. Yeah. Yeah. For, for a lot of these, because uh, I haven't seen many of the films, I'm just going to have to go on the vibe that I'm getting from the zeitgeist. Yep. So I'm going to mention the word zeitgeist a lot. Please don't. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, uh, this is cinematography, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I have a feeling it would be the Revenant, uh, just from what I've heard people say about the magnificent vistas in the film. Cool. Yeah, yeah I, I have to go along with that. I... I um... I'm very, I'm very torn. I think the Revenant is is just magnificent in terms of its mm. visual scope, mm. um, and but Mad Max, yeah, Mad Max Fury Road is also quite well done. Is that the only? I think the only thing that's going to sort of separate the two is that Mad Max is CGI enhanced cinematography, whereas Revenant tried to be as natural as possible. So I think that might, but it's might still... edge it over. But it's still got CGI. I mean. I say it's, 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 of course, every film does. Mm. I mean, even, I mean, it's even even if you just CGI the the colours of the sky or sort mm. of stuff, sort of stuff. But whereas Mad Max is is a lot of CGI enhancement versus The Revenant, which is just mainly just touch ups. But so. CGI is just another tool of the cinematographer. Isn't yeah, it? it's not. It's not a. That wasn't a criticism. Yeah. I wasn't saying that was bad. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I just, I, I prefer the, I just prefer the way The Revenant looks. Yeah. So, so hopefully, hopefully for me, The Revenant wins. Best visual effects. Talking about CGI? Yeah. Let's move on. Uh, best visual effects. The nominees are Ex Machina, Mad Max Fury Road, The Martian, The Revenant, and Star Wars The Force Awakens. Oh, um, I've actually seen three out of... What did you say? Was there four there? Five. There. five three, I've seen three out of the five. Um, and for me, it would be a toss-up between Ex Machina and Star Wars. Um... I, Star Wars is edging it out because it's like a a, a favourite, but just purely on the on the special effects, Ex Machina was so natural looking. You, even though I mean, if the the robot clearly was CGI, it just looked like something you could see, feel, and touch. So I think Ex Machina might win, but I, I want Star Wars to win. Luke, um, I've seen all of these films. Actually, <laughs> same. Um, uh, <laughs> We've got to get out more, Luke. Okay, I did say we. I did say we. He's got out of the house and seen them. I, I've got to get out more. Um, <laughs> uh, and I agree, actually, a lot with what Crystal says about Ex Machina. Um, mm. The nat, the 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 flawless way that they actually recreate um, uh, the Alicia Vikander's character um, on screen is you see they're going. Is that is is that possible that she's not wearing a costume? I can see through her belly. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, actually, through her belly. <laughs> it's actually quite it's actually quite well done. Um, again, this will come down to um, Star Wars or Mad Max. Yeah. Um, and the effect, the, the special effects in Star Wars, you know, are great as you would expect from ILM. I have a feeling that practical effects might actually might actually win the day yeah. for Mad Max here. Yeah? For Mad Max, you think? Hmm. Well, you know, I mean, BB-8. For Star Wars, might win it. No. Okay. As in, don't get me. My my comments about this is not an anti-Star Wars, anti-Force Awakens thing. That that's right. several episodes ago. Just in terms <laughs> of uh, the actual visualization, and you know, to get the to have the practical effects look as good as they do in um, yeah. in Mad Max, in Fury Road, yeah. and have them work that's in light of you know it, that's a that's a pretty major thing. So I think that might 
And that's what that's what the the awards tend to look at. They don't look at the end result. Yeah. They look at um, the effort that's gone into it more often than not. Right. So you uh, pick for who you think's gonna. I would probably say Fury Road, but Star Wars could take it. Uh, I think Star Wars will take it. Yeah. I think they'll want to give um, it some consolation prize. Yeah. Um, I really want Mad Max to win it though. Yeah. Because there is such a reliance on CGI these days, and it still does not look as good as good practical effects. Yeah. You know? And I just want Mad Max to win and for people to go, you know, we can still use practical effects. Yeah. And it will enhance a film more than just doing everything straight CGI. Yeah. Well, Star Wars does use quite a lot of practical effects. I mean, they tried to go a bit, a little bit more old school. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. So I, I think Mad Max deserves to win mm. and should win. I mean, it's just, it is a, an achievement. Mm. It's unbelievable. Mm. If only the story matched the... Uh, yeah. <laughs> the yeah. That's, that's, a different, that's a different section. That's, that's, a, that's a different conversation. Yeah. Yeah. All right, move on to best documentary feature. We've got Amy, Cartel Land, The Look of Silence, What Happened, Miss Simone, Winter on Fire, Ukraine's Fight for Freedom. Uh, now, I actually have to uh, pass on this one because I haven't seen... I've, I've, only, I've only seen Amy. I haven't seen any of these ones, but from what I'm hearing, Cartel Land will probably win it. Really? Oh, well, why don't we hear an Amy's got it in the bag? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I don't I, know. I know nothing about any of this. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, 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 I'm I don't a, feel... I'm a bad podcast. Unlike, unlike some of the Academy Award uh, voters, I don't feel right voting on this one because I've only seen one. <laughs> but some of them will have just voted on the way. This is a documentary about the death of Amy Winehouse. It's definitely going to win. It's, oh, it's very, very well done. Right. Yeah, it is definitely going to win. But um, I have heard good things about Cartel as well. So. Yeah. I don't know. That was quick and easy one. <laughs> Best original song. I was waiting for this one. Actually, I, I feel remiss because it could have been quite easy for me to research. <laughs> uh, Best original song. We've got Earned It from Fifty Shades of Grey by a whole bunch of people that nobody cares about. Everything you just uh, said made me think no. Yeah, Manta Ray from Race, Racing Extinction. I've never heard of the song or the movie. <laughs> anyway, Simple Song 3 from Youth. By David Lang. Till It Happens to You from The Hunting Ground by Lady Gaga. And Writings on the Wall from Spectre by friggin' Sam Smith. No, because I have heard <laughs> the uh, for the song that Radiohead did for that film that they were asked to do. Mm. And it is far superior to the Sam yeah. Smith version. I, I, we should but underline I, that. It's not, only, it's not only better, it's far superior. And, and I, I think... Um, Actually, I think I haven't heard it, but I would be surprised if the Lady Gaga one got it. Yeah, yeah. The Sam Smith song from Spectre is the perfect song for that movie. Yes, it is boring as hell, and so is the movie. It is bland and adds nothing new musically to anything, and the movie is exactly the same. I actually, I actually don't mind the song. I mean, it sounds very Bondy, but it's not. It's no live and let die. <laughs> I, I, I have to disagree with it, you. I'm it, sorry, it sounds, I'm sorry. It's, it's, it doesn't sound Bondy at all. Actually, it just sounds. Monotonous and whining. The Radiohead song, and Richard's hit it on the nail. Radiohead song, well, it's far superior. Yeah, but it doesn't sound very Bondy. Yeah, but no. Yeah, although I wanted to, I went to iTunes to download the Radiohead one, and I can't find it, so I might have to just go to Radiohead's website. They've yeah. usually got all their stuff up for you anyway. Yeah, yeah no, I, I, I think Richard is the final word on that. It's just that song is a piece of crap, and so is the film. I hope that Earned It wins. 
so that we could live in a world where Fifty Shades of Grey has an Academy Award. And we can say they earned it. <laughs> oh, Bazim. Oh, that's... Anyway, move it on. Move it on quickly. Uh, best animated feature. The nominees are Anna Boy in the World, Sean, Sean the Sheep, the movie, When Marnie Was There, and Inside Out. Inside Out. Inside Out. Yeah, I, I watched Inside Out for the first time yesterday. Um, I finally got to see it. And holy crap, that film is brilliant. David was so impressed that I now want to see it, and I don't usually go for animated films. Which one is the Disney film? Inside, Inside Out. Out. Yeah, it'll win. <laughs> um, I think, well, I think, I think When Marnie Was There is a contender. It's a contender because it's Studio Ghibli. Yeah. The, only, the only reason to be a contender is it's Studio Ghibli's last film. Yes. Um, yeah. and so it, it, so you might, it might gain a sympathy vote there yeah but the way that people have been raving about inside and i've seen i have seen inside out and um look i think it's got flaws but i do think it's an enjoyable film um but yeah the way that people have been um raving about inside out at the time yeah um not just now as well uh, this one's got it oh yeah it's 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 got it and this is actually one of those few occasions where i'll actually be very upset if it doesn't win um not to say that animalisa is not good but it's nowhere near as good as Inside Out. It's got a cool name, Animalista. It does have a cool name, um, and it's an awesome concept. Uh, Best foreign feature, Uh, Embrace of the Serpent from Colombia, Mustang from France, Son of Sol from Hungary, Thebe from Jordan, and A War from Denmark. Uh, Now, unfortunately, I haven't seen any of those, so I have to abstain. Foreign feature is a weird category, because basically it means best film in a foreign language, not necessarily foreign film. It's inherently racist, you say. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> so white and so racist? <laughs> I'm not saying that at all, but, um, you know, because, you know, I mean, they didn't call Lord of the Rings a foreign film, even though it was made by a New Zealander in New Zealand. And set in a fantasy world. And set in a fantasy world. <laughs> yeah, but With it foreign languages. But it was bankrolled by America. Yeah. But oh, it did actually have foreign languages yes, in it, if you can. Elvishan, Elvishan. <laughs> That doesn't count as foreign languages, guys, because I hate to tell you this, those places aren't real. And subtitles, dude. <laughs> Damn subtitles, that is so true. Richard, um, um, have, have you seen any of this? Oh, sorry. No, no I was just going to say I haven't seen any of those. Oh, okay. Richard, have you seen any no, of this? Unfortunately not. Okay. Um, I haven't seen any of these films We've either. failed. But this is, this is actually the category I always kind of look forward to most after the fact. Right. Um, because for me, a lot of the time with the actual, you know, the... Best Picture nominees. I go, uh, yeah, boring, 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 boring. But sometimes, you know, the foreign language films have, um, you know, uh, a, a hidden gem or some really good filmmaking. Mm-hmm. Things like The Lives of Others yeah. um, being a, a prime example of that film that I'm a big fan of. And The Separation mm-hmm. being another one. Um, I would say, so, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a punt here and just say Son of Saul. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. The... Um I was, yeah, thinking, the I was difficult, thinking Son of Saul or Thebe. Mm. Yeah. The difficult, the difficult thing for us here is, too, that a lot of these just don't come out in Australia until well yeah, after. Well after, yeah. I've, I've noticed yeah, that, no. actually. We've, it's Son of Saul, I think, is the mm. only one that's actually already out here. Yeah, yeah. So they're actually hard to see because yeah. of that. So, I mean, I, I usually take this list... Mm. And keep it handy for, you know, keep an eye on the art house cinemas here in Melbourne and wait for them to come out so I can go and see them. Yeah, I actually had to look up Embrace of the Serpent in Mustang, so I was like, these these definitely aren't out here. (laughs) All right, let's move on. Best Original Screenplay. You've got Bridge of Spies by Matt Matt Charman, Ethan Cohen and Joel Cohen. Ex Machina by Alex Garland. Inside Out by Pete Doctor, Meg LaFouve, Josh Cooley and Ronnie Del Carmen. 
Straight Outta Compton by Jonathan Herman, Andrea Burloff, and S. Lee, who were all white. <laughs> I don't know why I had to point that out. <laughs> 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 it's a film about an African American rap group written by all white people. Not even any of the people in the group had contributed. <laughs> Well, they they contributed. They did from a different. I want to. I, I need to. I need to. I, I want to talk about the so white thing at the end of the thing. Which I'm, I'm, did, I'm uh, going to do it now because I want to talk about the so white thing. They did actually uh, have a big amount of input, though. Oh, okay. Dre and well, of course they did. Otherwise, they just they threatened yeah. to beat people up, especially the women on the team. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, it was. So, I mean, they, they were like they were like executive producers and things. Oh, so, okay. So, right. yeah. Sorry, we sort of lost track there. I actually missed one of the nominees, which was Spotlight, yeah. Tom McCarthy and Joss Sinner. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's my pick, Spotlight. Yeah. I, I think Straight Outta Compton might win this. Wow. For the exact controversy <laughs> that you've been talking about. Yeah. Like that's this, this film. Yeah. F- forget concussion. Mm. Which is actually not well acted, um, despite <laughs> what uh, he'd like you to think. Um, yes, it is a very topical. So you've seen concussion now. Uh, I, I've seen enough of it to be able to go. Yeah, I mean, Will Smith is is, is great as he always is. I he's not. Say, he's not that good. I wouldn't that he say needs he's to suck the. Ways. I wouldn't say he's great. I would say he's okay in this. Uh, I think he's done a lot, but I think he's, he was much better doing, say, Ali. Oh yes, yeah. here. Um, this is not. This is not the film he should have been nominated for, let alone win. Yeah, that was pursuit Stra- of happiness. Yeah, that's what he should have won for. Now, Straight Outta Compton. Yeah, is a film that has probably you know, possibly been kind of snubbed a little here, and I think that a really, it's really not that good. But have you actually seen the film? Yeah, yeah, it's it's all right. I think it's. I think it. This. This. It could potentially get the thank you for coming award just to offset the. Not necessarily even directly offset the you know whitewashing claims that yeah. are being made, but just as people going ah oh, well this is you know a black film. But it could. But it could yeah. uh, backfire on them, don't you think? Because it's the only award it's going to get. If it gets Look, any it other could. award, I'm going to be shocked. I mean, and, yeah. And, and, my, and they're all white people. Yeah. I was about to say, that uh, was my comment. You're going, to, so you're going to give this to the black film, but then present the award to an entire oh, white cast. But you can, you can offset that, but you can offset that by saying, well, you know, this was, you know, produced by, you know, the members of the group mm. and, yeah. you know, so these people were picked to write this screen. I actually think it would be a mistake to give it to them. Um, Not just because they don't deserve it, because it would backfire. Yes, but the the Academy Awards has a long history of making mistakes <laughs> As like we'll this. cover in a later episode. Um, <laughs> I, I actually but, don't think it matters that it was white people that wrote it. It's just as long as white people weren't playing all the lead characters. That would have been <laughs> ridiculous. In blackface. <laughs> that would have been, that would yeah. be totally I mean, I, look, really, from, from a quality perspective, you've got to think Spotlight. Yeah. Um, um, Have you guys seen it yet? No, oh. but it is act- it's actually one that I'm keen to see, and everything that I've seen about it suggests that it's it's, um, it's actually got a good screenplay. Yeah, mm. is that the, that's the um... Catholic Church. Oh yeah, yeah them breaking the story. The Hulk is in it. The Hulk is in it. Yes, yes, the Hulk is in it. And Batman. The brain is working through like a slow fugue. And Batman's in it as well. Yeah. Best adapted screenplay: The Big Short, Adam McVeigh, Charles Randolph. From the Big Short by Michael Lewis. This I also want to see it based on your review. It's excellent. Brooklyn, Nick Holmesby from Brooklyn by Colm Tolben. Toibin. I spell. I've, I've, it's it's I pronounced Colm. Colm. Yeah, like Col- like Colin. Yeah. Uh, uh, Toibin. Carol, Phyllis Negay from The Price of Salt by Patricia Highsmith. And uh, Room, Emma Donoghue from Room by Emma Donoghue. 
That's good. Mm. And The Martian. Drew Goddard from The Martian by Andy Weir. Uh, and the, my obvious pick there is The Martian. Andy Weir, Andy Weir, Andy Weir. <laughs> yeah, um, The Martian probably um, will take this one. But what was the second one you mentioned there, sorry? The second one was yeah. Brooklyn. That so could the big get... short, Brooklyn, Carol, Salt, Room, The Martian. Brooklyn could either be the Nightcrawler um, nomination. Ooh, yeah, gotcha. Um, the, we need to give a weird one or an out-of-the-box one a nomination for something. It could, or it could be the... Um, we need this, or it could be the Pulp Fiction Award. Yeah. Which is... Yeah. We're not we, going to give you Best Picture, We're not going to give you Best Picture, <laughs> but we might give you Best Screenplay. Yeah. That's that's certainly where I think The Martian is going here. It's like, you ain't getting Best Picture, mm. you're certainly not getting Best Actor, mm. your director wasn't even nominated, but we will give you the screenplay yeah. because, you know, <laughs> hey, thanks for coming. That's, but that, that's my ultimate pick. I think The Martian's going to get this one, yeah. um, but I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Brooklyn actually got it. To draw the spotlight back onto Dave, though, <laughs> when he was rolling through the list of films for yeah. Luke, he did go The Big Short, Brooklyn, Carol, Salt, The Martian, and Room. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wow, Salt was nominated just a few years after its release. Just a tad late. <laughs> I did too. I do apologise. Oh, jeez. Move it on quick. Uh, the best, best supporting actor... Christian Bale for, uh, as Michael Burry from The Big Short. Tom Hardy as John Fitzgerald from The Revenant. Mark Ruffalo, the Hulk, as Michael Resendez from Spotlight. Mark Rylance as Rudolph Abel from Bridge of Spies. And Sylvester Stallone as Rocky Balboa from Creed. Oh. Adrian! Uh, <laughs> How are you doing? I haven't, I haven't seen it either, so I only have to pick my favourites out of it. So it's out of Mark Ruffalo and Sylvester Stallone for me. Okay, cool. I'm actually, I am going, I think this is the the Feel Good Award, yeah. Sylvester Stallone. I think Mark Ruffalo is the, the better way. actor, but Sylvester Stallone would be like the sentimental. Everybody yeah. on that list is a better actor. This is, this is, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. But, but, yeah, giving him an Academy Award for his most famous character. Yeah. The character that he actually has consistently played well. Those are the mm. moments Hollywood's all about. Yeah. yeah. And, and, not just, and not just that. I mean, we, we, we openly admit that it's a Feel Good Award, but mm. he does do an excellent job. What I'd like in to this give, film, he does a really, really good job. What I'd like to give Stallone real credit for with Rocky Balboa that a lot of people don't really think about is he has played it many different ways to fit with the era in which the film is being made. Mm. So, you know, the 70s Rocky Balboa versus, you know, the completely over-the-top 80s version you see in Rocky 3 and 4 and then when you get to Rocky Balboa and he's playing it different again and, and in Creed he's doing it different again, yet... There's also there's a consistency that you can say they're all the same character, but he's he's tweaking his performance to suit the story and the time, and and I think actually think that deserves a lot more credit hmm. for his abilities as an actor. Cool. Um, Christian Bale might as well just own the best supporting actor category because that seems to be what he's in every year. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'd, I'd like to see Stallone get this one, but. Um, and this is a hard one for me. Mark Ruffalo, Tom Hardy, Christian Bale, or Sylvester Stallone could technically win it. Yeah. But go sly. Yeah, 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 I'm with you. I'm, I'd, I'd I, like to see him just go... I love, I love Tom Hardy's performance in The Revenant. I love Christian Bale's performance in The Big Short. Um, mm. And Mark Ruffalo is always good. But, yeah, I, I want Sly. This, this is, is the Jack Palance Award. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, we shouldn't be calling these the best supporting actor. We should be calling these... Really, this is why we're giving it. So this is the Jack Palance Award... 
and it's going to sort of This is the, the, the world for people who can't enunciate. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone, Tom Hardy, Christian Bale. <laughs> uh, Christian Bale can. Christian Bale can enunciate it. He has to put out a really gruff voice. He doesn't put out a gruff voice for the big short. He <laughs> uh, barely speaks at all, in fact. All right. Uh, <laughs> the best supporting actress. We have Jennifer Jason Lee as Daisy Domugu. Really? Domugu for The Hateful Eight. Oh yeah, that's pretty full on stuff. She, uh, she, uh, I mean, she, 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 she should get the award for the amount of times she gets punched in the face. Yeah. Uh, Rooney Mara as Therese Bellavit for Carol. Rachel McAdams uh, as Sasha Pfeiffer for Spotlight. Uh, Kate Winslet as Joanna Hoffman uh, for Steve Jobs. And Alicia Vikander as Jerda Wigenda from The Danish Girl. I could see Rooney Mara getting this. Ooh. Because I don't see Kate Blanchett actually winning for Carol. I'm going to say... I think the favourite's got to be Kate Winslet. Yeah. She's won the awards leading up to it. I don't think yeah. she deserves it, don't get me wrong. But that... Uh, but, but I, I mean... I, I think she's... I think that's the one who's going to win. That's not who I want to win. I want Alicia to win. I actually haven't seen The Danish Girl, so... Good. Yep. It's very good. Right. So I would have nominated Alicia Vikander for, for Ex Machina. Oh, yeah. Um... So that's the thing. She could have been nominated for two different films, mm. which is well, like, interesting. Like, like, like they did for the Golden Globes. She was yeah. nominated for both. Yeah, but didn't win for Ex Machina. But so mm. I think that's why I think she will win for Danish Girl because it is it is a better performance. Mm. No. Don't get me wrong, Ex Machina, awesome, mm. no. better performance, and she got robbed for. Mm. Okay, Kate, yeah, I just, that could I just work. don't think Kate Lewins deserves it. She didn't deserve it for the Globe. She doesn't deserve it here. Right. So what were the uh, Rooney Mara? What was the other one? Oh, uh, Rachel, Jennifer I, Jason Leigh, Pay Play. No, have you seen that? No, <laughs> it's hilarious. Turned I now uh, Oh, okay. Rooney Mara uh, for Rachel Carol McCann. and Rachel McAdams for Spotlight. See, she might. There's a couple of contenders. This is the thing. There's actually a couple of contenders. Rooney Mara might get it because she's got points. Yeah. For um, uh, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Yeah. Um, and you know, if you don't get it for uh, generally, if you don't get it for you know the big nominations there's a good chance right. that somewhere down the line you get it for the supporting nominations yeah. and it could be her turn Rachel McAdams you know suddenly oh my goodness she can act yeah she but is it really yeah. I'm not, no 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 this is the Academy Awards yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, mean, I mean Spotlight as much no. as, I, as I liked it I just I, I don't think she's the standout and I'm not saying she's yeah. not, stand, not saying that at all but I mean she hasn't done anything that any actor shouldn't be able been, to do she's been nominated now for a serious role instead of the rom-com thriller role she's yeah, been yeah. in mm. Um, so, you know, an outside oh, yeah. chance. That's the derogatory for uh, when he does it, but I actually think she does a better job in Notebook. I'm not saying she doesn't, <laughs> but... Alright, cool. No, no, no. Well, this is just quite, caused a bit of controversy, this guy. I don't even realize. But the, the um, supporting, I'm going to Alicia anyway. Go on, Alicia. The, the supporting actor and actresses ones are always the hardest, because yeah. you just never know which way they're going to go. Wow, I didn't realise I was going to stir up such a conversation. All right, let's get into the, the heavy hitters. Best actor, Brian Cranston, the Brian Cranston, as Dalton Trumbo in Trumbo. Uh, Matt Damon as Mark Watney for The Martian. Michael Fassbender as Steve Jobs. And funnily enough, Steve Jobs. Eddie Redmayne as Lily Elb Ina Wigner as in The Danish Girl. And Leonardo DiCaprio as Hugh Glass in The Revenant. First of all, can we not give this to Eddie Redmayne? Why? Because he didn't deserve it last time. Okay, I, that's the thing. This, I, I'm going I'm to go out there. Okay. We all know Leonardo's going to win. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We all know Leonardo's going to win. And it's, and it's very much the, we're sorry we haven't given it to you before. Here it is. It's an excellent performance. But Eddie Redmayne's performance in The Danish Girl knocks it out of the park. 
I, but, but he just won one. But yeah. he just won one. So that, his, um, his points tally dropped to zero. I paused for zero. effect. Yeah. He jumped in there. Which, okay, that's not without precedent, though. I mean, Tom Hanks won back-to-back. Obviously. That's true. That's true. But he deserved to win back-to-back. Having, back-to-back having, having said that, though... Um, you know, he didn't have. He wasn't really up against anyone who deserved it in both cases more than he did. Yes. Um, whereas in this case, you know, Leo, it, it, Leo scored so many points by now that he's probably set mm. for another two awards. Yes. Um, whereas, yeah, Eddie Redmayne is a, is an out of the is a left of field. He's not the most famous actor on that list. He's probably not the the best. He's probably actually, in all fairness, given you know Brian Cranston yep. and Michael Fassbender. Yeah. Um, you know, probably not the best actor on that list, although having said that, he wasn't the best actor on that list last year either. Um, I agree with that. Um, I think Leo's going to get it. I'd personally like to see someone like Brian Cranston. There's a there's a difference between being the best actor on the list and giving the best performance on the yeah. list. Yeah, true. Yeah, that's true. a good point as well. That is a good point. Um, I would personally like to see Brian Cranston, like Brian Cranston, win it. Yeah. Um, I just, I just look. I just, for a couple I, of reasons, one, I'm a big fan of Brian Cranston. Yeah. Also, giving him an Academy Award for you know playing of all people Dalton Trumbo. Yeah. I know it would be awesome. I, I mean, I, yeah, I would love to see Brian Cranston do mm. it, right? But and, and you know, I, I, I don't like to get political, but it's but the Academy Awards is very yeah. much a political thing, and yeah. I just, I think transgender is a huge topic at the moment, mm. and so not only, and, and I'm not just saying, I'm not saying that Eddie should get it just because of that, mm. but it is, it is, it's a magnificent performance tied into a hot topic. Situation, it's he should he should he probably could he could possibly get it, but we all know that Leonardo if Leonardo mm. doesn't get this award, mm. I seriously think there might be rights. Yes, <laughs> but it's just crazy on the on the subject because I think topicality is going to play a lot into some of these awards. Yeah, um, no, we do. It would but it would the because the academy even though when it gets topical it goes for safe options still. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it backfires. Is mm. I, I read up um, about the awards with uh, the Selma situation, mm. and quite a lot of the people uh, doing picking uh, the the awards actually went against Selma because of the political crap leading up to it. Mm. The I can't breathe and all that sort of business. Yeah. And so it actually backfired against them. Mm. Um, so there's a possibility that that sort of thing could happen again. Mm. But I don't think so. Yeah. I mean the whole. I mean the the Oscars so white situation actually has some teeth mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? so I, I just i think they will mm. um what's the word capitulate yeah <laughs> and, and go for the safe option yeah yeah mm. all right and the only the only performance i've seen out of that list is matt david's and it was very good but it's i don't think it's any better than what he's already done and the character's not that much different to other characters he's already played yeah mm. it's it's the it's the Matt Damon. It's, it's the risk. It's the rescue Matt Damon. Matt Damon performance. <laughs> the amount of money they've spent rescuing this guy. Yep. Just let, he, him, just let him stay he, there. He was the. He was I'm, the, I'm kidding. I love Matt Damon. He was the perfect choice for that character. I'm he sure. was an excellent yeah. choice. Yeah, yeah totally right there. And you know, this is the uh, Tom Hanks. Where you put yourself through physical degradation, you know, to slim yourself down. He, you know, Tom Hanks being nominated for Castaway as well. Yeah. Um, and that that's sort of what this is. Which what, I just never got. <laughs> yep. Wilson. Whereas, whereas you know him winning for Philadelphia, and yeah, yeah makes what he put sense. himself yeah. through, plus the performance as well, makes mm. perfect sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, best actress. Let's see if this gets as uh, heated as uh, best supporting actress. We have got Kate Blanchett as Carol Ard for Carol, Jennifer Lawrence as Joy Mangano for Joy, Charlotte Rampling as Kate Mercer for Forty Five Years, Sawazi, Sarah Reese, is it Sarah Reese? Sarah Reese Ronan. Sarah Reese Ronan is as. 
Viserys. So anyway, it doesn't matter. Anyway, the, the, young, the young lady has Alice Lacey for Brooklyn. Uh, and Brie Larson is Joy Ma Newsom for Room. I'm going Room is going all to win. the way. Yep. <laughs> well, love Brie Larson. Win. Two characters are called Joy. Um, oh, yeah. Well, she only ever gets called Ma. Yeah. Um, I, think, <laughs> but, yeah. I think the way that everyone's been talking about Alison Brie... Sorry, not Alison Brie. Brie Larson. Alison Brie is from Community. Yes. Um, yes, she is. Um, uh, getting back to topicality, yeah. um, uh, the subject of abuse... Um, and sexual assault, particularly against women, has been um, uh, quite highly uh, publicised. Mm. Of like, and rightly so. That's, I'm not yeah. knocking any of that at all. Yep. Um, but you know, the, it, given that that's the the nature of um, her performance and her character in this film, um, I can quite see her getting it. I quite like um, uh, Jennifer Lawrence and Joy. Really? Um, I actually haven't seen Joy, so I have to rely on you guys. I know I you guys have seen it. It's a surprisingly good film about a woman that makes a mop. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, uh, she uh, makes the squeezy much, right? Yeah. Yeah. Squeezy yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, she does a. I think Jennifer Lawrence does a pretty good job. I think. Well, I think if I remember correctly, one of, you, one of the only negative comments you had about the film was that they should have had more Jennifer Lawrence. Like it wasn't. It didn't focus on her as much as it probably could have. Um, it's only at the start. Yeah. Okay. At the um, start. Yeah. Sure. Uh, but you know, I think Alice. Brie Larson. No, it's the similarity of the name. Is it? Because uh, I'm more familiar. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. Because I'm more familiar with community than I am with any of Brie Larson's work. Uh, well, Brie Larson, as as our listeners would know, I absolutely adore. Her. I think she is, um, she is a long running actress. I mean, she's magnificent, and she's she's going to be here for a long time, and deservedly so. And she's, um, and uh, I, she she has to win it. I, t- I have no idea who Brie Larson is. Because <laughs> <laughs> you haven't seen any of the films that she's in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look, the seriously, this the best actress category now might as well just have Kate Blanchett and Jennifer Lawrence in it all the time. <laughs> they, they have become mm. the new Meryl Streep. It's like every year they put in at least one awesome performance. Honestly, this year Kate Blanchett put in two. She could have also been nominated for Truth. Yeah, she could also be nominated for Truth, which she was absolutely brilliant in. Um, but yeah, I'd like Brie Larson to win. Yeah. Um, after after she wins, I want you to see Room, and then I want you to see Short Term Twelve, and uh, and bask in her awesomeness. Yeah, a lot of people. I, now that you mentioned that, a lot of people have raved about Short Room Twelve. Short, yeah, that's what I was referring term, to when I was talking about yeah. from from previous year. Short I reviewed term Short Term yeah. Twelve, and it is it's it's magnificent. Yeah. Just I actually sure, think it's better than Room. To be honest with you, just make sure you see Room, not. The room. Yeah, it's the room, not the room. <laughs> You're taking me apart, B. <laughs> Best director, Adam McKay for The Big Short. George Miller, Australia's own, for Mad Max Fury Road. Lenny Abrahamson, what an awesome name for Room. <laughs> Tom McCarthy for Spotlight and... Alejandro? Alejandro uh, G. Inaritu. For The Revenant. <laughs> I could get Alejandro, but yeah, yeah there's a lot of does, does anybody read the name uh, Abrahamson and think Manfred <laughs> That's a cool name. It is a cool name. No doubt yeah. about it. Um, yeah, I'm going. I'm going uh, Alejandro for the Revenant. I want George to win this. Yeah, same. Like, I may not be the biggest fan of Fury Road, but I just want George to win because he's awesome. And because, say what you will about the flaws in the story... This is a brilliantly directed movie. Yeah. I would love him to win, but it ain't going to happen. Yeah. Um, I think it's pretty safe to say Alejandro's got it. 
It'll be a pretty big upset if somebody else gets it. I don't know. Directors tend not to win back to back. Yeah, Academy Awards. Yeah, that's true. Um, and it's the first time for but were you idea that good? If if George Miller wasn't on this list, yeah, or say if Ridley Scott had been nominated for The Martian, yeah, and that's, I'm not knocking Ridley Scott, I'm a big fan. I'm not knocking The Martian, but but it's not as well made a film as The Revenant. Um, then yeah, absolutely, um, because the directing award tends to go for the big certainly these days big vision rather than the small intimate natures of the other three right um, yeah. you know if you look at the in, in the immediate past Alejandro won at uh, Inaritu won at four you know Birdman which is you know a, a spectacular vision um, Alfonso Cuaron won at the year before for Gravity yeah. when that didn't win best um, picture but it was his vision that um, good won it. Ang Lee won at for Life of Pi which is an awful film but you can't knock his um, yeah. visual stylings um, any other any other year or any other filmmaker, then yeah, I'd say he's got in the bag. But George Miller, I think, sort of upsets that a little bit. So you think it might be a? I think I wouldn't. Okay, let me put it this way: I wouldn't be surprised if either of them yeah, won. Yeah, I'll go with that. I th- going out on a limb here. It would be interesting to see Abrahamson win. Yeah. Right, and, and as the complete opposite mm. of exactly what you've mm. been talking about, he made a movie set in a room. Yeah. And actually pulled it off. Yeah. Like, at no point could you sit there and go, eh, we're just in the same room over and over again. And the performance you know? gets out of the little boy. And and this is the thing. It's like, unbelievable. maybe there's a very slim chance, and it's not going to happen, but maybe the Academy might actually look at that and go, well, being able to pull off something like that is the equal of being able to do the big mm. sweeping vistas and, and um, you know, Maybe. specialist I don't sort know. of vision that the Revenant has. I don't have that much faith in the Academy. It seems yeah. to all... <laughs> oh, look, it's, it's slim, I, I agree. It yeah. seems to be all about popularity. It's like a popularity contest and <laughs> political, and it's never, it never doesn't seem to be about the actual films. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, look, I... I agree with you. I, I, I guess it's just that part of me that is still optimistic that maybe the Academy people can look at all of these films and see that a small film like that well, can have a distinct a vision yeah. and and yeah. yeah, that's really good. I mean, you got no. I mean, I mean, Adam McKay and, uh, and Lenny Abrahams can walk away head held high, yeah, even if they don't win. Yeah. I mean, Adam McKay, it's his first ever film, yeah, yeah, that's pretty impressive, yeah, um, and it is awesome. I love the big shot. Yes. Having said that, he might get a in the same Mendy's category. Yeah, he might. I, I, yeah. He's not going to, but <laughs> Sam Mendy's, getting back yeah. to what Richard was saying, Yeah. you know, American Beauty, which was not, you know, the big um, over-the-top blockbuster the way that, say, The Martian, yeah. Mad Max, and um, The Revenant were. American Beauty was actually the smaller scale, um, the smaller scale film, having come after Shakespeare in Love and Titanic. Yeah. I'm with you. Let's finish up with Best Picture. Bum, bum, bum. Nominees are Bridge of Spies, no. Brooklyn, no. Mad Max Fury Road, no. Silence, The Martian, no. Silence, Stop It, <laughs> <laughs> The no. Revenant, Room, Spotlight, The Big Short. I think we're all pretty much accepting that uh, Revenant's got this one, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> 
the big shot I, I feel is uh, misnamed because I keep bringing it to mind sort of like a Get Shorty Elmore Leonard type of film. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's cool. I know, I know there's, a, there's a sort of a, a noirish hard boiled. It's purely because I'm Australian. <laughs> it's, I don't think Mad Max deserves to win, right? But I'll be honest here, it has, it has too many flaws, right? But I love it. Um, actually, I mean, I would also like Big Shot to win because I just I loved it to death. The real but losers. I, just, I here, think Ribbon is going to be the real losers in there, all of this is going to be Spotlight, Bridge of Spies, and The Big Short, which are possibly going to win nothing but have a lot of nominations. Yeah, I actually wonder about Spotlight though. I mean, it won the Producers Guild Award. It could, it mm. could do um, it. And again, it being a topical film, yeah, um, they probably want to give all the big awards to Re- Revenant and Mad Max for all the other awards, but. Um, Basically, say yeah. No, we support what you're doing, and what. Yeah. So uh, there's. A, I don't think there's going to be enough to tip it over the edge. I mean, Spotlight. I mean, I'll be honest with you. Is actually just not that good. That's never stopped them in the past. That's a good point. Right. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Shakespeare in Love. No, but, I'd even, I'd even be happy for Room to win. You know, Brokeback Mountain, which was meant to be the big winner of that year, yeah. um, actually lost Best Picture to Crash, which mm. was a small scale film that no one thought was going to win. Then mm. people would go. But is a better film. Um, I'm, not, I'm not, not knocking that at all. Chariots but, of Fire is another classic mm. example of that. Oh, yeah, just out of no one, No one thought that that movie was going to win. Yeah, good point. You know, the the idea of the small-scale film, in, la, in the case of Largesse, can actually win yeah. out. So I wouldn't... The, this, the this, Rev- is the, this is the one we've had the most uh, the, difference on. The Revenant, possibly, yes. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I can also see them giving it to Spotlight. Not so much the Big Short, because I think the Big Short is probably a bit too intellectual. In terms of what it's trying to try to achieve, or a spotlight has an immediate emotional connection, people being assaulted, yeah. which is very much in the in the zeitgeist at the moment, especially in, in Australia. Australia yeah. mm. um, I haven't seen any of those, so I can't really give an opinion. You've seen I, the Martian. I've seen the Martian. Well, yeah, that, that'd be my uh, favourite to win. But <laughs> I can't give an opinion who I think will win. But um, I'd just like to say my favourite thing I've heard about The Revenant is that it's like a very long version of the Monty Python It's Men. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's... Yep. <laughs> think about it this way. Instead of taking two seconds, uh, the um, the five seconds it takes for him to, you know, run out of the forest or run out of the ocean to get at the screen, it's two and a half hours. <laughs> And it doesn't say it's at the end. Look, I, I, no, I, you know, I, I, want the That's more I want the big short to win, but, you know, obviously I think it's going to be the Revenant. I really, I, I, I actually will be upset if Spotlight wins it. It's not a terrible, it's not a bad film. It's just nowhere near it's as not, good as some of the other films. It's not Oscar worthy. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> but that's never been in. <laughs> so, of course, of course, of course, we'll cover that. All right, so, let's, uh, so that's our, um, our our coverage of the nominations. So like I said, uh, as of the recording of this episode, they will be shown tomorrow, uh, Australian time at least. So uh, yeah, so look forward to... Uh, so I'll have a... It's, I mean, we'll go through it briefly on uh, the next episode with, with Bo and Crystal uh, about the winners. Just uh, Bo will be devastated it. if Cranston doesn't win. <laughs> if Cranston doesn't win, he will start crying. I, I think we all have that soft spot in our heart for Brian Cranston and that, that hope that although it's not going to happen that it'd be, just be awesome for him to oh, he's it. just done a magnificent job since Malcolm in the Middle hasn't he yeah he has absolutely um, with, a, with a controversy um, a lot of it seems to be centred on the acting yep. in terms of you know there are no not much representation with the acting um, yes but I would like that spread across the board um, and people not to whinge about um, 
African-American actors or Asian actors not getting their opportunity. I mean, that's not, I think they should, but, you know, why, why is it that, you know, no one actually tub thumps um, minorities working in, say, special effects or costume design? Yeah. Um, I think if, you, if you're going to make that the points that have been made recently, fine. You can't sort of say, you can't sort of make that point because you haven't been nominated yourself for the, for the acting award. I totally agree with you. I think I think um, my opinion of, of Will Smith has dropped dramatically because of this rubbish. Mm. And I'm not saying that there's not a problem with racism mm. in America or in the world. Or I'm even not, in the Academy. Yeah, or in the Academy. I'm not saying that doesn't exist. It clearly exists, mm. right? But the best director is not white. No. The best not, 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 not who we think is going to win mm. and has won before. Mm. So it's I'm with you. I think it's, it's very much a, a case of a very vocal mm. minority, for want of a better word, uh, making a case that I think is is it exists yes, but doesn't exist as bad as they say it exists. Um, and to be fair to the Academy, which is you know saying which is making apologies, it has actually nominated and given awards to um, African Americans exactly in the recent past. Exactly, not but they could probably do better if, if his performance was good enough to be nominated. It would have been nominated. It's as but simple he has as that. Been, he has actually been nominated twice before. Exactly. Um, Forrest Whitaker, Jamie Foxx, Denzel Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, Hayley Berry, unfortunately, is the only African-American woman to win Best Actress. um, Vanessa Hudgens won won Best Supporting Actress a few years ago. Right. Um, Uh, Was it Viola Davis? Viola Davis. Viola Davis and Octavia Spencer Mm -hmm. um, were nominated, but they didn't win. Right. Um, Which is a shame, because Viola Davis should have. Should have, yes. Did Sidney Poitier ever win? Yes, he won it for Lilies in the Field. And the the night that Halle Berry and Denzel Washington won it, he was given... um, uh, the honorary, the yeah, um, the, the, we, the we love you, we yeah. love you lifetime award. We um, love you. Yeah, I don't know. It was only a couple of years ago that you know, Twelve Years a Slave was winning all of its accolades, and yeah, it's you just, know, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm all for, I'm all for inclusion. Hmm. I'm all for diversity. Hmm. I mean, of course, I mean, hmm. no sane person wouldn't be, hmm. but I'm totally against forced inclusion hmm. and forced diversity. If you don't deserve to be nominated, then you're not nominated. It doesn't matter what race or, or whatever you are, a colour or whatever you are. Just, I, that's, I, I can't and, say it any clearer than and that. Champion, and champion the, minority, the African-Americans, the Asians, the, the, the Latinos, working in other areas. The other areas. As well. Exactly. You know, don't I mean, just, don't everybody just, deserves mm. representation, mm. And, uh, then, not, not just the actors, mm. the almighty actors. Anyway, that's cool. That was because I knew that was coming. I actually wanted to make that point yeah. about all yes. this. Oh yeah, I'm cool. I'm cool. Yeah. Rant mode deactivate. <laughs> oh, I don't think that was a rant. I, no, I, no, 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 I'm yeah, just telling yeah. a joke. Yourself with a, a, I mean, a, really, a nice level was, of dignity. I was just telling a joke. Yeah, yeah, no, racism good. is a disgrace. Right? Yeah. I think we all stand on that point. Yeah. Right? Yeah. This is moving on. Uh, let's finish up with uh, coming soon. In cinemas, March third, we get the Boy and the Beast. About a boy and a beast. <laughs> Don't know anything about it, but now I'm kind of intrigued. It's a Japanese animated film. Um, it looks very, very stupidly Ghibli, but I actually don't think it is. Oh, this is no, this is uh, Wolf Children. Yeah, yeah, Wolf Children. Yeah, Wolf Children. Uh, the Finest Hours. Don't know. The Lady in the Van with uh, Maggie, Maggie Smith. Yeah, Maggie Smith. Yeah, it's it's, a, it's based on a true story yeah. about a lady who lived, just lived in a car outside some dude's house yeah. in London. And uh, they eventually become friends and stuff. <laughs> so it's, but yeah, it Maggie sounds Smith. quaint. Maggie Smith, always awesome. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Triple Nine, about a bunch of cops who did some bad things in the past and then it catches up to them and to, uh, 
It involves killing a rookie cop or something. I don't know. Some drama. That sounds kind drama. of cliched. Yeah, it doesn't look very excited. But that's it for episode 184, Yay! our uh, Academy Award nomination special, Oscars 2016. Uh, check out and see how well we did. And, and uh, let us know if you have any of your picks. And are you going to announce the winner of the Best Podcaster Award? Oh, it's, it's me all the way. <laughs> Hang on, you were the presenter. You weren't even nominated. Yeah, but in, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a weird political coup. I'm, I'm going to <laughs> protest... <laughs> Well, what do you? I don't know. I mean, obviously, the same obviously, age, I'd, have to, yes. I'd have to go with, with Crystal, but then you'd be screaming favoritism. That's okay. Just like the Academy Awards, <laughs> we accept that it's favoritism. That doesn't mean, however, that Crystal's performance was not deserving of the award. That's right. Because we don't want to be sexist either. That's, That's right. It. Although it was a drug induced performance. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to hand back my gold medal. Drug enhanced. <laughs> That's it from the crew. Richard. Yay. Luke. It doesn't matter that I didn't win. I know who the real winners are. Winner is you. <laughs> Crystal. Can I go back to bed now? No. <laughs> Yay! Bye. Bye! You've been listening to NCP. Thank you for being a part of our crew. If you would like to support the show, you can use the Amazon widget on our website to do your Amazon shopping. If you have any feedback, please go to nerdculturepodcast.com forward slash contact us where you will find a list of the many different ways you can interact with us. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for the next episode.